Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. the game. Talk about sports. I like it. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. The weekends in the ATL are busy, and there's always plenty of sports to talk about. Radio on the weekends. And that's what we're going to do. Hell yes, we are. This is the ATL Show, keeping you up to date on all the sports in Atlanta and beyond. Sports don't stop, even on the weekends. The ATL Show with Abe Gordon is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Abe. Welcome in on a Sunday afternoon to the Kia studios here. It is Abe Gordon. It is the Abe TL show coming to you live all the way until 6 p.m. today. And we've got a couple of interesting things we're going to break down. Certainly the combine is wrapping up. The big boys towing the line. Running 40s, baby. I'd rather see a 40 drinking competition than a 40 running. I'm just saying, from the big boys, like, it's great when there's, like, real speedsters. Let these big dudes run, man. Just let I don't run. know. Well, welcome in Oren Romain, who's going to be hanging out with us today. It is, like, wildly impressive to see guys jump that high, run that fast, at that size, at that weight. Um, but I also did just put on the, the World Indoor Track and Field Championships that, that I'm watching because – if you guys know me well enough, you know I do love me some track and field. And uh, I don't know, it's like tough to watch. It's tough to watch the big boys rumble through the 40 right now when I've got like pure speed going on. This jack dude from Kenya's about to burn it in the 60. So, you know, I, that's all I'm saying. A lot coming your way today on the Abe TL Show. We're going to talk certainly about the combine. 
the impact it may have had on the Atlanta Falcons from a couple of different angles. Certainly want to highlight a couple of the things we saw from the combine. A couple of combine records got set, including one just today. There's a new vertical record holder, standing vert of the offensive lineman. So uh, one of many records that were set uh, or broke uh, throughout the weekend there in Indianapolis. And you know, I got a couple questions about the combine as well. So we'll, we'll get to that throughout the show. My buddy Mike Yam of the NFL Network, he's been covering the combine for the NFL Network. He's going to join us in about an hour at 3 o'clock. Uh, at 4 o'clock, Matt McCall, who has been on here a couple of times. He's a former college basketball coach. He's now an analyst for NBC Sports, the Field of 68, and Sirius XM. Look, guys, Selection Sunday's two weeks away. I mean, it's almost tournament time. You got conference tournaments starting. Some will start next week. Some will start in 10 days. It's here. And it creeps up on you every year because it just gets absolutely covered up by the NFL season. But college basketball is here. We've talked with Deshaun Tate already. Now we're going to catch up with Matt McCall, see if we can figure out exactly what we need to be looking for uh, as we head towards Selection Sunday, as we head towards the brackets. And then more on the NFL draft, Luke Easterling. You know, I've got a rotating cast of characters that I use for NFL draft experts, mock drafts, stuff like that. Luke Easterling's one of them. Uh, he joined us a couple times last year. He's going to kick things off his first appearance here on the APTL show today. Uh, so we'll, we'll chat with him. We'll certainly go outside the perimeter at 5 o'clock as well. But between now and then, got some interesting discussions uh, I want to have with you. And I, I guess we'll start. We're going to talk a little bit of Hawks later in the show, kind of. I mean, it is and it isn't going to be Hawks talk. We're going to be talking about the Hawks, but probably not in the way that you think. But that'll be coming up a little bit later. I, I will say this. Look, they they started off hot without Trey Young, uh, but now you lose two straight to Brooklyn. One of them just an absolute bashing. A little bit more respectable on Friday night, or excuse me, on Saturday afternoon. A, a little bit more respectable, but ultimately a loss nonetheless. And, and they're staying in New York. They're going to play the New York Knicks on Tuesday. That's the first half of a back-to-back as they return home on Wednesday to face the uh, suddenly, and not even suddenly, but pretty hot Cleveland Cavalier squad. And we're going to talk about that game because that is 92-9 the game night at State Farm Arena this Wednesday. So if you're going to be going to the game, make sure you hit us up at 929thegame or myself on my personal Twitter, at Abe Gordon. Let us know where you're sitting. Maybe we'll try and stop by. I don't know what the what our little passes allow us to do, you know. They, I might get stopped trying to say hello to some listeners. We'll, we'll find out. You can out. do anything you want to, Abe. Well, I, I definitely can't do anything I want to because I want to jack up an NBA 3, and that will definitely get me, you know, probably tossed. You can't can't get a seat down there on Gucci Row? Uh, no, I don't think so. Speaking of Gucci Row, uh, I got the Iowa women's game on. Caitlin Clark has already set the uh, broken Pistol Pete's record. And uh, Travis Scott is sitting there front row. It was supposed to be like the most expensive women's ticket ever on the secondary market. Yeah, I'm. if we're being honest, I'm guessing Travis Scott didn't pay. Maya Moore's there. I'm guessing she didn't pay. They, they probably have people they talk to and just be like, yeah, we got we got we got some nice seats for you. And that's the dream, Orin. 
I know I'm hosting right now, two to six. Just, just one make day. a phone call, Abe. One day. Say, hey, I want to go to this. I'm sorry. Did they say, hey. say Abe Gordon wants to sit with us? Oh, find, find him a seat up front. Give him the wristband for the free drinks and get him a seat up front. Who's in that seat? Well, they used to be not in that anymore. seat. That's where Abe's sitting right not now. Not anymore, you're not. Uh, all right. So, I don't, I don't know. I was getting pretty amped up. Things were looking good. Chris Sale with another really strong outing working today. Ronaldo Lopez has looked outstanding. Force Wall apparently is a home run hitter. Figure, unfortunately, we might need to know more about that than we were hoping to, uh, because all the momentum of Atlanta Braves spring training has kind of come to a halt with the news of Ronald Acuna and some knee soreness. And I'm trying to gauge just what my level of panic should be, just how concerned I am. If we're going to be honest, I'm probably a little more concerned than I thought I would be. And I, Yeah, I mean, look. It was something that happened in-game. Like, like they knew they could dial it down to a moment in a rundown between first and second in which his right knee soreness became an issue. They've dialed it down into the meniscus area of his right knee. It's like, okay. And then I hear that Alex Anthopoulos is uh, kind of like not sure of a timeline, but that they, quote, expect, end quote, Ronald Acuna Jr. to be ready for opening day. Great. Okay, next day, I see he's flying out to L.A. He's going to meet with Dr. Neil Elitrosh, one of the leading knee specialists in the entire country. I don't love hearing that. I'm going to be honest. I don't love hearing that. And maybe they're just it's just going into for a second opinion and they're going to see the top guy and they're just making sure, but I don't love the idea that they're having to send him out to see a specialist. You know what I would have loved? Team doctor saying it's this, and we're going to take some time here, and he'll be that, – that's what I would have loved. Stay with the team. Confidence from the team doctors. Because while Alex Anthopoulos is out there saying that they expect him to be good to go for the regular season, barring any setbacks – I've also got Brian Snicker saying that he's trying to remain optimistic. That is not how you say that, man. I don't know how troubling this really is. I really don't. But when I hear the manager of the Braves talking about the defending MVP, Trying to remain optimistic. Right now, we're trying to be optimistic. Maybe he's out for a couple of weeks or whatever just to calm everything down. But honestly, I don't know. <laughs> we Trying don't to know be optimistic. What the Here's the thing. Out there. Th- that quote, part of that quote, the first part of that quote, trying to remain optimistic, trying to be optimistic, that is like your mindset when you're heading into a most likely worst-case scenario. That's my problem with it. You know what I would like to see or you say, and kind of a longer, more towards what Anthopoulos said? We feel pretty good that he's going to blah, blah, blah. We feel pretty good is like a, a an assurance of optimism. When you use the actual word optimistic and then trying to remain, like we are optimistic is one way. We're trying to, I'm doing everything in my power 
to thrust optimism out your direction. That glass and is really failing. half empty right now. It's it really is. really half empty. And I felt good when I read AA's comments, and I felt way worse when I read Brian Snicker's comments. And so we will see. He's expected to uh, get a visit there with Dr. Elitrosh tomorrow. They're out in L.A., so who knows when we actually get reports back of what they find out there. But Ronald Cunha Jr., at least for the moment, being sit down uh, there at spring training. And, yeah, it, it is a bummer. Like, I have a Braves topic for you guys tomorrow, and it's like, I, does anyone even want to talk about this right now with Acuna's knee concerns? Like, may, maybe we just dial it into the other mindset. Like, this is a team that won a World Series without Ronald Acuna Jr. Maybe yeah. I have to add, like, like, is that where we're headed? Do I have to ask the listeners? And we're not going to do it today. I want to do it more tomorrow, especially in case we do get word of, of what they find out. But, like, do I have to ask what your mindset is if Acuna's out for the year? Like, is this still a World Series team? Does that change what you do in certain aspects? Does that maybe make you say, all right, maybe we won't do it offensively, so let's beef up the rotation even more? Because Blake Snell's still sitting out there. I know Philly's apparently making a short-term run at him. I don't know. It's something we're going to have to come to terms with. And look, hopefully this is just a wasted discussion, right? Hopefully he's back in a couple of weeks, and at the start of the season he's good to go. But I, I, because of Snickers' comments, I am not trying to remain optimistic. I am now preparing for the worst. Now, I don't know what the worst is. Like a meniscus is not an ACL. And, and so we're going to keep it in perspective to an extent. But I, I was so excited for the season. And I still am. Like, don't get me wrong. I still am. Chris Sales looked good. We talked about it. He rang up a couple strikeouts today with the fastball in the first inning. He notched another couple in the second ball with the slider. I, I mean, he's on his game in spring training. There's no denying that. Reynaldo Lopez, same thing, man. Five innings pitch, three hits, one run, one walk, three Ks, a .8 whip. Let me ask you this, A. Under 200 opponent batting average. For Acuna, kind of an either-or scenario because it's the knee. If it has to be operated on and you get him back close to 100%, but you don't get him back until after the All-Star break, or they do a short-term thing where he rehabs it and he's going to have to sort of contend with pain for the majority of the season, but you get him back in, say, four weeks. Which one of those two scenarios would you take? I personally believe the Braves are good enough to withstand a long stretch without him. And, look, maybe it costs you the division, right? Like, maybe the Phillies just pull away from you in that stretch. But I'll take Acuna back 100% whenever we get him. And as long as you're good enough to at least rack up a wild card spot, and I'm not saying that you can't win the division. Again, we want a World Series without that guy. But as long as you can be in that playoff discussion until you know until he gets back, which I absolutely believe they would be, get him fixed 100%. Because you got to remember, this is also not just about right now. Any any of these decisions, ultimately, you're looking at a guy that is the future of your franchise that is just now entering his prime. 
This is not a guy that's on the last year or two of his prime. This is a guy that's just on the first year or two of his prime. If you have to take some time and get that right, then then so be it. Because uh, ultimately, no, no matter what he said about a new contract or any of that nonsense, this is a guy you expect to be in the MVP discussion for six or seven more years, if not longer than that. And so, I don't know. I'm trying not to panic. I just I don't love that he's going to see a specialist. I certainly don't love uh, the phrasing, the phrasing from Brian Snicker. I, I liked it much better when it came out of Alex Anthopoulos' mouth about being, uh, yeah, you know, timelines and, and, and hopeful that it, he'll be here for the start of the season. So, that's what's going on in my brain, man. Like, I just, it was really a bummer because I was really starting to get into spring training. I know the games were starting to be, streamed or televised you know I'd watched a couple I saw Michael Harris hit a bomb saw Forrest Wall hit a couple and and we're really getting into it my boy my boy Hurston Waldrop had a good debut rookie draft pick last year and uh it it, it is it, it is just a little a, a little grease on the tracks unfortunately so we will see ultimately how it plays out we'll talk more about this tomorrow hopefully we get some words out of LA after uh, Acuna does see Dr. Elatrosh but That's what's going on with the Braves. We've also got a bunch going on with the Atlanta Falcons. And when we return here on the ABTL show, I want to talk about the Falcons specifically at the Combine. And there were a couple of things you want to come out of the Combine having figured out. Have they done that? Let's talk about it. I got a list of things the Falcons needed to decide while at the Combine. Let's run through it. Myself, Orrin Romaine, and potentially you on the phones as well. That's what's coming up. It is the APTL Show live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back into the Abe TL Show. It's Abe Gordon here on a Sunday afternoon from the Kia Studios. In about 40 minutes, and really between now and then, all the same, but in 40 minutes, we're going to head up to Indianapolis. Mikey M. of the NFL Network, a good buddy of mine, uh, as you may have heard, also a children's book author, uh, is uh, going to join us and break down what he's seen from the week that was in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil and I got some thoughts in general coming next segment as well as we look at the combine in general. But I have a couple of things I wrote down about the NFL combine as it relates to the Atlanta Falcons. And the whole premise of this, I, I you know, I wrote it before the combine started and then kind of modified it as the combine was going on. And again, the NFL combine's wrapping up today. The offensive linemen are on the field running through their drills for whatever that's worth because I just – I'm going to be honest. It, it's fun to watch. I don't know how many decisions are getting made based on 40 times and broad jumps. I, I just – I know this is why there are professionals who, who look for these minuscule things. I would just so much rather try and find game tape and film and, and, and go through it. And, and talking with guys, I think, is very important. Going through the meetings, it, 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 having them break down film as they go through it, fine. I don't know. I was watching quarterbacks throw terrible fade patterns yesterday as they wrapped up the combine. It was not good. Not, not, no one was hitting. Penixes were flat. They weren't high enough. Someone, oh, you know who it was? It was Austin Reed of Western Kentucky. Boy, he put one like 10 yards into the sideline. I was like, where are you throwing, dude? What's going on? But I'll say this. You know, just not a great tool for scouting, if we're going to be honest. It's okay to be honest. Neither, neither are pro days. Anyways, the Atlanta Falcons. The question I asked myself going into the NFL comp, and I think it remains the same right now, right? Because we don't know what they may or have or have not figured out. But it was what do I want them to try and ascertain from their time in Indianapolis? What am I hoping that they paid the most attention to? I got one, two, three, four, five things that I think would be most important, most significant, if the Falcons are coming out of the combine having figured this out. And look, I don't know ultimately their plan for the number eight pick. I don't know ultimately their plan for quarterback. And so maybe this isn't important because the plan may be elsewhere. But here are the five things that I am hoping the Falcons were able to learn while in Indianapolis. The first one's pretty simple, in my opinion. And look, maybe you can find a way to get Caleb, Jaden, or Drake. Maybe there's a way for you to get in to one of those top three quarterbacks, and if so, 
then this point is kind of rendered useless and, and maybe the plan all along is fields. And if so, this point is rendered kind of useless and maybe the plan is free agency, whether it's Kirk, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Baker Mayfield, and maybe this plan is useless. But one of the things I think it's important for them to get done while at the Combine, come out of it with a very clear ranking of the second-tier guys. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, J.J. McCarthy. And not just have those guys in order, knowing what you want to do with them, but also you have had to decided by now if any of them are worth the number eight pick. Again, the quarterback situation will play itself out, most likely before the draft. I have to imagine. But if it doesn't, if the plan is quarterback in the draft and you're not getting one, two, three, what did you learn this week about four, five, and six? Have you ranked them? And more importantly, have you decided whether or not it's too big of a stretch to take them at eight? Now, the second thing I'm hoping the Falcons learned at the Combine kind of goes against the first thing, right? Because if you're taking a quarterback at eight, then this next step probably doesn't matter. But Jared versus Dallas Turner, who's the guy? We should have come out of this Combine, we being the Atlanta Falcons, Terry Fontenot, Raheem Morris, Jimmy Lake, the entire scouting department. You should be able right now to definitively say this is the guy at eight if he's there. It's Verse or it's Turner. Who's the one? If they're both there and you're taking Rusher, which guy is it? What did we learn from these two guys at the Combine? Number three, and again, we're talking about needs for the Falcons and maybe how they could fill them through one of the players at the Combine. Is there a wide receiver that you think can be a breakout star that's going to be there in the second round? I can't imagine you're taking wide out in the first round. I, I honestly can't imagine you're going anywhere except for pass rush or quarterback. I know some people have, have mentioned a corner. Not for me. So you're going to need to find a receiver elsewhere. And maybe it's from free agency. But if not, is there a guy you can kind of pencil and pinpoint that you think is maybe a hidden gem? Second round talent with first round production. The same thing with the cornerbacks. I, I I guess you can I can make a better argument to take a corner in the first than I can a receiver in the first, but I, I still have issues. But then again, who knows what happens in free agency? And if you pay certain guys to rush the passer, maybe you don't have to do that at eight. So are there any corners that fall out of the first round that you can grab, put in there immediately? And this last one, I think, is almost as interesting as the quarterback one or the Jared Verse versus Dallas Turner. Is there anybody that is worth trading back into the first round for? 
Let, let's presume you take your pick at eight. Is there a guy that's sitting there and you're like, if this guy's still there at 25, we have to go get him. At 28, we have to trade with someone, the Chiefs, the Niner, whoever it is. We have to go get this guy. There's a huge benefit of drafting in the first round. That benefit being the fifth-year option, among other benefits. Is there a guy that you have circled and said, if this guy's still there past 20, we need to start making calls. We need to start making plans. Have those guys identified. It might be the guy that set the record yesterday. A lot of people have him creeping up draft boards. I saw some wild comments, and we're going to talk more about that in our next segment. Kind of some of the impressive marks from the Combine. This goes back to what I said at the start of the segment. Guys, it's fun to watch. It's cool to see times and and feet jumped and height and all that. Calm down. If this guy was a third rounder a week ago, he's not the number two overall receiver right now. Can't happen. Or everyone screwed up in their first initial analysis of this dude. And it's not his fault, by the way. And can we stop calling? You see, now, now, you, now I'm starting to get agitated by stuff I saw people say that's real dumb on Twitter or X. This one's from Herb Street. I like Herbie. Guys, I love Lad McConkie, right? Lad McConkie is not this year's Puka Nakua. Stop it. Lad McConkie's going in the second round, if not in the first. When you say not Puka Nakua, not as in a guy He was a fifth rounder no one had ever heard of. What are we doing? We're already talking about Lad McConkie coming in and helping a team. No one said that about Puka Nakua. Stop comparing them. Yes, Puka Nakua was a breakout receiver. If you want to determine it from that perspective, could Lad McConkie be the guy that in year one breaks out more than anyone else? Sure. But we knew what you meant. Come on. It's not some unheralded prospect. It's Lad McConkie. By the way, my guy at Florida, Pearsall, he put up some numbers too. You had to throw that in there, huh? This, well, I'm just saying, the, the, and I got a question because I mentioned earlier, we're going to be joined by Luke Easterling in, in about two hours or so. I think he's at 420. The depth of the receivers this year is wild. I mean, it is one of the best classes that we've ever seen, hypothetically. Obviously, they've got to get to the league and deliver. But that's why I asked the question about wide receivers in the second round. I I, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of talent in the second round at receiver. And is there someone, because we know the Falcons need one, And they're not going to do it at 8. So help me God, they better not do it at (laughs) 8. I I mean, I don't know how much... I don't know how much pain people are trying to put me through if they they draft a receiver at 8. I mean, I say that. I know you got some cap space. Maybe you get a quarterback, a pass rush, 
in a corner, and you're like, I guess, you know, just, I don't know, man. It's a deep receiver class, though, and there is going to be talent into the second round. And look, we also still don't know if you're getting a second-round pick from the Jaguars or not. They, they've still got a week and a half to sign Calvin Ridley to an extension. And if you get that pick, you're, you're going to pair it with yours and trade up. I don't know what for or who for, but that comes back on the table. And so back end of the first round, like all of these, again, they kind of slide into each other, right? Is there a receiver you see in the second round that you think is prime for a breakout? But also, is that guy worth going into the first round to grab? I think some positions there are because of the fifth-year option. Some positions maybe not. I think a quarterback, certainly. I think a receiver, fifth-year option, really, really valuable. And so I really hope the Atlanta Falcons did, and I'm sure they did. This is not a questioning of, of their abilities. But just come out of this with a, a much more defined plan. And again, it, it still kind of can have some, some variables thrown at it because of the quarterback decision. But you got to prepare for it. You got to prepare for a world in which Russell Wilson doesn't come here, Kirk Cousins stays in Mini, and Baker Mayfield stays in Tampa. You got to prepare for that. And, and along those lines, you're probably at some point ranking Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, and Michael Penix. And I'll tell you what, the other thing here before we hit a break, a lot of people loved what they saw from Michael Penix yesterday when he was throwing, and that's fine. And maybe it's just the one darling, but more and more people are putting J.J. McCarthy into the top ten. So he bulked. Like, first of all, he was bigger than what people thought because he jumped to the combine and said right around 220. And Yeah, they're talking about weight. Like, whatever. The ball had a lot of zip coming out of his hand yesterday. He's Second just, fastest velo out there. Yeah, he just – he looked – and they were uh, – Daniel Jeremiah and company, they were raving about his feet and how his feet and his footwork look to be one of the best set out there of all the quarterbacks that I'm they just saying, a lot of We're sitting here talking about ranking quarterbacks and who you can get at eight. You may not get that dude at eight. We're going to talk about it, but you got the Giants having some rumors. We got all sorts of stuff going on, so I, I, I don't know. But if McCarthy is the guy, and by the way, of those of the group of the younger second tier guys, McCarthy's been my guy this whole time. Really, since he declared, I was like, "This is." I I get the numbers at Michigan aren't overly compelling. That's part of the thing, though. It's like he wasn't he wasn't just cut loose to throw. Yeah, he didn't put up Drake May numbers. You know what else he didn't do? Lose five games. Like that. That was part of it. And so we'll see how we go through that. All right, the NFL Combine. What stood out to me? What stood out to you, by the way? If you have some thoughts, something you really were impressed by, feel free to send them in on Twitter. Or even if you want to give us a call, 404-726-0929. Did something stand out to you from the Combine? I got a bunch of names. I got a couple of different things here that we've got to talk about. Stuff we saw from Indy on the other side here. It is the ABTL Show coming to you live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio. 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Continuing with the NFL Combine here on 92.9 The Game, it is the Abe TL Show, and in about uh, 20 minutes, maybe just under, we're going to actually head up to Indianapolis. Mike Yam of NFL Network is going to join me here on the show. I'm sending him a reminder text right now. I like to do that, and then I get nervous if I don't get, like, the emoji thumbs up or, like, a got it or an okay. I, I know I like I, I look too much into those things, but that's that's just how it goes for me, man. I don't know. That's the producer at heart that I get. So the combine wraps up today. We've got the offensive linemen doing some things. We've already had one record uh, set today. Two, if you count Caitlin Clark's, but uh, I don't know that she's going to be drafted. Um, well, actually, I do. She's going to be drafted one overall. We'll get to that in outside the perimeter, but not in the NFL. And uh, it wasn't the only record. Uh, you know, l- let's actually start here. L- let's go back to here. The combine is turning into – got the thumbs up, by the way, just so you all know. That's how we do it. Wait, did we or was that just a mark on my phone? My phone screen's a little dirty. It was, though. It would look like a thumbs up, but then there was also a mark. The Combine's kind of turning into the, like, Super Bowl media day a little bit where people are kind of just looking for a question that will make them go viral for whatever reason. And obviously, Super Bowl media day has just turned into a sideshow where no actual journalistic questions are being thrust upon those players. And I'll be honest, we're kind of headed that way with Combine media. We had two comments throughout the week this week that that obviously everyone kind of reacted to and stood out. Uh, Texas Tech DB Tyler Owens, he said he doesn't believe in space and other planets. And uh, he also has not ruled out the flat earth theory, says some of those arguments are compelling and blah, 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 blah. And then not to be outdone, by the way, we're going to hear about Mr. Owens a little bit more in just a moment, but... Uh, Then, not to be outdone, uh, Illinois tight end Tip Ryman uh, does not believe that birds are real. Uh, His attack on that is, has anyone ever seen a baby pigeon? And, I mean, look, it's a fair question, right? Like, I've never seen a baby pigeon, but guess what? Like, I've also never seen a baby warthog, and I presume those are real. 
Like a lot of things I haven't seen the baby version of. That doesn't mean they're fake. Has anyone ever seen a baby cockroach? What are you shaking your head for? You've seen a nest of no, just they babies? Just, they start out very, very small. How do you know it's not a small one? It's a roach. It's a baby, I don't know. I'm just so, saying, there's a lot, of, a lot of animals I haven't seen the baby version of. I've never seen a baby grasshopper. I barely have seen any adult grasshoppers. They're out there every once in a while. Doesn't mean it's fake. You're just contributing to the nonsense right now. The conspiracy, the conspiracy I don't theorist folks right I'm, now are like, man. No. He's well, sucking me in deep. So now every animal that you haven't seen a baby of is fake. Yeah, that's, is that, that's what that, folks are saying right now. Is that the end premise of this? He also says that charging stations for birds are uh, in what we call power lines, are charging stations for birds. Something. There you go. Um, Ryman, uh, unlike Mr. Owens, did not follow up with an outstanding performance. Uh, we've got a couple, though, that really stood out, and – I wrote a couple notes down just on this, and maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. We'll start here with Xavier Worthy, obviously the Texas receiver, snagged a 4.25 on his first 40, decided it wasn't good enough to be the fastest guy at the Combine this year, said, look. I get I could be the fastest guy at the Combine this year. I already am. Why don't we go for the fastest guy at the Combine ever and drops a 4-2-2, which they then lower to the official time of 4.21, the fastest time ever recorded at the Combine, beat John Ross's record, which was a 4.22, and sets a new combine record. And as much as I can sit here and say, like, running a fast 40 is good, he's not in pads and he's running a straight line, there's no contact on him, that doesn't really happen in football. A lot of people are talking about Xavier Worthy is potentially the number four receiver now. You've obviously got Marvin Harrison, Malik Neighbors, Roma Dunze, in whatever order you want it to be. A lot of people are putting Zay Worthy as number four in that group. Because of a fast 40. By the way, that fast 40 is exactly the sort of thing the Atlanta Falcons need. Just, just keep that in mind. Not sure they're trading up. The Falcons to uh, take worthy. They did the comps yesterday. You know they did like the uh, the NFL comp. Yeah, I saw Deshaun Jackson. Jackson Except bigger, uh, height wise, height wise a little bigger. Actually, quite a bit. If we're gonna be honest, and not that Deshaun Jackson is slow, so please do not like misconstrue what I'm saying. Not just faster than Deshaun Jackson. Like at that speed, quite a bit faster. Of a second faster. Yeah, like they said, Deshaun ran a four three five. And four two one, like th- there's a lot of room between four three five and four two one. Two inches taller as well than Deshaun Jackson. I think he was. They were the same weight though, so he's skinny. same weight, same height, basically. Yeah. Well, no, two inches. Uh, Worthy's taller. Two inches taller. I thought they were like both around five ten. No, uh, I think Deshaun was five nine and change, and Worthy was five eleven and change. So there you go. 
If only I could run a 4 one I'm not too short to be in the NFL. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm closer to the uh, – did the punters run yet? Do they? They don't do that? Punters? That's, that's probably where I'm. I'm in that group. Not the Aussie-style ones, though, like this, a traditional dropback punt. You're not a long snapper? Long, you're not, no, you're not long snappers don't have to be that big sometimes, so they can run. They can move. Joe Milton, like, I don't know. Say what you want. Like, I've had people call up here and be like, Joe Milton, second round. That's who the Falcons should go after. I mean, look, I can't defend that. I, I will say this. He did throw a ball 73 and a half yards yesterday, and that was cool. I think they said the longest completed pass in the NFL this year was from Josh Allen. Not surprising. And the air yards, I think, was either 68 and a half or 69 yards. And Milton just, like, hossed one up. 73 and a half yards. And then gave, like, a double-finger gun salute, holstered it, which was just awkward. The funny part about that is that the receiver takes off, and you just see Joe just like, all right, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Just see, you just see him waiting, just waiting. Well, that's the problem sometimes with like hossing it out that far. It's like you don't, you know, you got to sit back there and wait for him to get down the field 50 before you toss it. Pretty impressive. Like it doesn't mean anything. Again, it means absolutely nothing to me in terms of his draft stock, but it's still pretty impressive. All right, Tyler Owens, we talked about him, right? He's the one that doesn't believe in quote space and other planets. And then you knew this headline was coming, right? Jumps out of this world. I saw that written somewhere. Um, Second best broad jump in combine history, 12 feet 2 inches, which is just a a wild number. Uh, 41 inch vert, and at 6 foot 2, Tyler Owens is really interesting. That sort of athleticism and that sort of size in your secondary can play. And there's a lot of guys that have Tyler Owens potentially taking a jump maybe into the backstages uh, of the first round. I've even seen him as, as high as the backstages of the first round. It's pretty impressive. Uh, Chop Robinson, day one, was an absolute stud. Pretty much just did everything that Vernon Davis did. I mean, just some of the most ridiculous things we've ever seen. Fastest 10-yard split ever for an edge rusher weighing over 250 pounds. Jared Verse, Dallas Turner, they did what they should be doing. And then Theo Johnson. Penn State had a lot of guys that performed well. Florida State had a lot of guys that ran fast. Braden Fiske among those guys. Running back, Benson, ran fast. They had a lot. Florida State was running fast. Penn State had just a group of crazy athletes, though. I mentioned Chop Robinson. Even more impressive may have been Theo Johnson, the Penn State tight end. They they pretty much gave him a perfect score on the, like, I, I forgot the official name of, like, you can, you can get up to 10, and he got a 9.99 on, like, the athletic freak list. They have an actual name for it, but just the size, the speed, the strength, all that stuff. Pretty crazy. Uh, again, Ladd McConkey, very impressive. Ricky Pearsall, very impressive. And 
you're kind of sitting here. I just wish we could have seen more. Like, I was very underwhelmed by watching the quarterbacks throw. Did you want to see Drake and Caleb? How do you not? How do you not want to see him? I want to see him take their two snaps right after Penix takes two. Like, of course I want to see that. I want to see him run. Now, again, it, I don't believe that running a 40 is boosting your draft stock, but I want to see it. Apparently, Bo Nix had an up-and-down day throwing. Uh, apparently, Michael Pratt had an up-and-down day throwing. And I'll tell you what, I really like Michael Pratt. He's a two-lane quarterback that that is very athletic, kind of understatingly so. That I really like him. Now, I'm not suggesting the Falcons make him their priority. Certainly not at eight. But I would not be against Michael Pratt if you go elsewhere with your quarterback decision. If it is Russell Wilson. Now, in that case, you may just end up keeping Desmond Ritter. But I, I don't know. Michael Pratt is a guy to me that seems like he's going to have like a seven-year run starting somewhere out of like the third round or something. That's just how I feel. All right. When we come back, it is the ABTL show. We got one hour down. We got a couple more to come. We we mentioned Mike Yam is going to join us here in about seven or eight minutes, NFL Network. Later in the show, college basketball analyst Matt McCall and NFL draft analyst Luke Easterling is going to join us as well. We still got a lot of stuff to cover here on the ABTL show. I got Oren Romain in here with me. I am Abe Gordon. Feel free to give me a follow on Twitter. Send some messages. I know Yo has been uh, hounding me about Michael Penix, which I absolutely have zero faith in. No interest. Hard pass. Thank you, though. Uh, but at Abe Gordon there on Twitter. All right, when we come back, we're going to catch up with Mikey M, NFL Network. That's what's on the other side. It is Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.